Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to growth through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. Welcome back, collaborators. Hi, collaborators. Welcome back. So we wanted to bring an episode to you today, which is a topic that we see popping up all the time. It's not one that we really planned on doing because I don't know why, but it's all (laughs) on starting businesses when you don't have money. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of things out there of starting a business with nothing or, you know, people say starting from scratch or whatever. So we wanted to highlight what what does that exactly mean or what do you need? Can it happen? Does it work? Is it possible? Is it real? Is somebody feeding you Kool-Aid? Right, because and what we actually did was we went back and looked at a number of our businesses to see how we started them. And where the money came from. Mm-hmm. Because even though we have this, you know, business that brings in revenue that's in the seven figures, we actually didn't produce the money ourselves. So we do fit into that kind of category. That category yeah. But we look at it in a different way. And that's what we wanted to share today is we're going to walk you through kind of the four components of what's needed to start a business, a side hustle, uh, Whatever you want to call it, to start something that you want to be your own. Yeah. Because even though, yes, it's very possible to start a business without any money, the you, you really need to dig deeper into this. And this is in the evaluation stage, right? When you need to sit down and say, okay, what business am I going to start? And it shouldn't be, what business can I start because it requires the least amount of money? Correct. Because... Whether it costs you five thousand or fifty thousand, it depends on how quickly you can make it make it back, essentially. Yes. So we're gonna dig in here, just Andre and I talking to you to help you think through your business or if you want or you're trying to add a business. Um, we're gonna walk you through the four components that you need to evaluate to start your business that allows you to start without money. Um So those four components that we're going to go through are money, experience, results, and time. Which of those do you really need, though? Right. All of them? Some of them? None of them? And I think that's a big thing. Like, most people sit there and are like, what kind of business am I going to start? What am I going to start? What am I going to start? Right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to start a cleaning business. Okay, I'm going to start a cleaning business. Would Perfect. that cost a lot of money? We'll just get some Windex at the grocery store and hit up some houses. <laughs> <laughs> but I think most people who are going to start a cleaning business, let, let's look at these. And, and for any of you following along, do me a favor if you can. On a piece of paper, whatever, I'm a very visual person, write out those four things. Just write them out. Money, experience, results, and time. Because we're going to walk through and correlate them to our businesses and some of the people we've interviewed, for example. Um, Okay, so when you're starting this, if you're, let's say you're fresh out of college, 
right? And you have no work experience. If that's you, if you're listening and that's you, that's where it's going to be tough starting a business without any money because what experience do you have? Mm -hmm. What results do you have? What have you produced? You could have time if you're not going to work a job, let's say. So, so you might, okay, I can put time in. And that's where I think the decisions you make before you start your business are so important. So let's use Keystone, our business, Andre. When you started it, because we both started separately, right? Yes. How did you get the money to start Keystone? How, like, why was it? How did you get money? Because you needed some furniture. You needed to hire someone. There were expenses that you had to put out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the situation wasn't isn't unique to a certain extent. We already had an office, um, and I had just I ended up taking over the office. But what I did was I just went to one of those local stores. There, they give you high interest rates and they give you cash basically the same day. And I just took out a ten thousand dollar loan because I knew that I had an employee, I had some expenses. But at the same time, as you were saying, those four different buckets, I knew that I already had the results. Right, I had clients lined up because um, you had worked for some, underneath someone and had learned learned the business. Yep, yep. So I already knew that I I would have revenue or clients coming in the door as soon as I was able to open my doors. Um, I had time because it was my career, it mm -hmm. was my job, and um, yeah, it was the I had the the results, the, the results, experience, and, and the, the time. time. I just needed that initial cash flow to get me through one payroll, to get me through one set of bills, and then the money would come flowing in the door. So I just went quickly to one of those advanced cash places, got $10,000, mm -hmm. You know, paid my first month's rent, plus my deposit, was able to pay my assistant his first payroll. And, and then when you started closing deals, that brought money in. This is kind of another piece of this. So let's say you closed a couple loans that brought in ten thousand. Did you just pay mm -hmm. that whole thing off, or what? What happened with that that money that first came in? Well, initially I was a little scared of just throwing back the ten thousand, so I paid it back slowly because it was a loan over. I think it was like a five year loan. Oh, okay. Um, did you pay yourself at first? I did not, because I had money saved up from commission checks from before. So, you know, the first. I think maybe it was like the first two months or so. I just kind of let it build up in there. Because as a business owner, you gain expenses. And you don't understand all those expenses until you are in that hot seat. So for me, I didn't have, you know, a ton of money to start it up. But um, I had all those three other things, which then allowed me to go out and borrow the funds to start that business. And my experience was somewhat similar. I was um, going to say... Uh, well, not when we got together. I know so the that you have another business that you've started before. And okay. so what was that yeah. experience like? So um, I'll start with the one that's most similar to your experience. When I started my mortgage company, uh, I had very, it was not planned. So I ended up being in a situation where I had to make a quick decision. And I had two people who walked out of the company with me. So I was now responsible for two people's income. Mm. And I knew we weren't going to have income coming in for, let's say, 60 days, right? Yep. So I partnered up with someone, and my value, the value that I brought, because they knew what my results were, and mm -hmm. I had the experience, I walked into this business, and then I did not take pay for, it was like five or six months, 
until I was closing stuff, right? So the employees got paid, the bills got paid, I didn't get paid. So it's kind. it kind of comes down to that I was trading like equity, right? I was trading equity in the business. So I was working, trading time for money. Yeah. Right? Which I think is what a lot of people- A lot of us do. Yeah. And- and especially in that startup stage. Um, a really good example, I think, that highlights this was the first business that I ever got into was investing in real estate. So my husband and I bought a two-unit as our first investment property. And we had money because when you live in it, you don't have to put a ton down. We put 5% down. Well, we our goal was to buy in the beginning, we wanted to buy like a handful and we had some money saved up, but not a ton. So I had a car. It was a pretty new car that was paid off. And my parents at the time did not agree with my decision to buy investment real estate. They were very scared for me. So they did not support me. And I, what I did was I sold that car and got, I think it was like $20,000, $25,000 took that cash, bought two more pieces of real estate, and then went and purchased a car that I had a loan on, right? So it That's was smart. It's like a different way of doing it. But but the what I'm the point I'm getting to here is at the time I knew I needed money, right? So I had a, a unique way that I got a hold of cash that I knew I needed to buy more real estate because I didn't have the experience for people to trust me. I didn't have the results. And the real estate time, like we had some time. Well, let's fast forward about seven, eight years. And now we have, I don't know, seven, eight different properties, buildings. And my parents are retired. My parents' house is paid off. They have another house. So I went, this opportunity came up. Someone came to my husband and I and said, hey, we've got this 10-unit apartment building, which in the real estate world is a really good investment because it has great cash flow. But it requires twenty five percent down on you know three four hundred thousand dollar yeah, building. That's not chump change. Not chump change. So I went. I put a nice little plan together, like in writing, nice presentation. I remember it was Thanksgiving time. I went to my parents' house and I sat down with my my father, and I said, "Listen, you know," and I laid it out for him. I said, "What do you, What do you get monthly for your?" income in retirement? Where's it coming from? What's the return on investment? Like that type of thing. And I said, there's this 10 unit and this 10 unit would get this much in rent. I mean, it was like a 16, 17% ROI, a lot more than he was getting in his portfolio, which was losing money at the time during one of the crashes. And if you remember, I, they did not support me when I started. And the end of the conversation after showing him, after now me owning seven, eight different buildings, was that he wanted to purchase it and he gave my husband and I 25% equity to manage the property, make sure he didn't have to mm -hmm. do anything but receive a check. And I've heard this happening with other people because when you can go to someone and say, here's the, here's the experience that I've acquired over two years, three years, five years, here's the experience I have, but not just the experience, you have to have the results because anybody can go sit and get experience, but are there results at the end of it? Yeah. Are you getting customers? Are you getting rent that's, you know, producing? So, 
So then what we did was we traded our time for equity, something that's going to be worth things. a good amount, right? Yeah. And um, and so that's what I, we wanted to do on, you know, this is a shorter episode today just to talk about this topic that I know a lot of people are thinking about as they're trying to figure out the business that they want to start or, you know, whatever it is. And there's also, you know, I think this was a great way that you broke it down, Meg, into the four four things. You know, what do you have and what don't you have? Um, I actually had a failed business. Okay. That I had the money. I think that's a great, yes, because I, I think we we talked that, about that before. We turned our mics on here for everyone. If people bring their own money and they take a chance, you're risking, you're risking your money. Yes. So tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so about, uh, I want to say maybe it was three years ago at this point, I was pitched about, you know, buy these products, we'll put them online for you. You don't have to do anything. And so when we go back to the money, the experience, the results, and the time, right? So it sounded great. All you had to do was buy the products. They would upload them online. They would ship them for you. You would just collect the check. So, so, you, so I had, had the, the money. money. Yeah. I had no experience in selling stuff online. I was running a mortgage company at the time, so I had no time and I clearly had no results. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that business failed. <laughs> right. Like, it's crazy. So, <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? Like, everyone focuses so much on the what business can I start with no money. Yeah. And we all know the statistics out there on businesses that fail a lot fail. Yeah. So, you really have to think through this. This is a process of figuring out, like, when people say, what's your passion? Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe you're, it's not even, like, a passion of yours, but what are you good at? Yeah. What can you produce yeah. results? That's all people want out there, especially yeah. people who have money. Absolutely. They want results. Yep. What is that? How can you return their money? And it can be the start of your business ventures, right? Yeah. Like. It's another great point. The start of your business ventures. You don't have to be tied to whatever the business you start for, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 mm -hmm. years. You know, if it's something that you're enjoying at the moment, figure that out make some money off of it. And if you get tired of it, then, you know, you move on to something else. But people, you know, for some reason, they just think in their minds that whatever they got to do, they got to stick with it for 20, 30 years. And instead of just enjoying the moment or enjoying what they love right now, or mm -hmm. especially because times are changing so fast, you know, you, you, I mean, we talk, how often do we talk about real estate and mortgages? We could be wiped out at any second, you know, because of technology. So. Yeah. And look, and look at us, like we've talked about, in another episode that, you know, the collab we started for, it was something we were passionate about, right? And Andre and I both have a lot of business experience. I mean, we have experience starting businesses, opening businesses. We have results. Mm -hmm. When you've gotten to a point where your revenue amounts are bringing in seven figures, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Only 4% of businesses ever get there. Yeah, Like, we have experience. We have results. And we're making the time here, you know, to be with all of you, to share our information. And, but yet, I'm still sitting here saying in this arena, right, <laughs> the online arena, yeah. you know, trying to connect with all of you that need the info that we have, who need our experience with business. Because all the things we know we're good at, I'm sitting here going, well, maybe we need somebody with the results that we need to bring into the cola because <laughs> yeah, we don't know how true. to reach people 100% effectively yet. You know, we don't, like, we have a brick-and-mortar business that we, it's been a word of mouth. Yep. And so, 
I think there's when I see people who are trying to figure out what business you can start with the least out of pocket, I just feel like it's the wrong question. It is the wrong question. That yeah. you need to be thinking about. We did an interview with someone uh, that, you know, I think it was, it, it'll be one of the episodes that you'll hear. And it was someone who had such a great network that when she sat down with investors, they literally were like, here, I'm going to, here's $50,000 because I believe in you yep. and the experience you have that you are going to create something great. Yeah. I remember so, that. So what, where, what can you do? I think the question should be, what am I really good at? And am I, can I start a business in that? Yeah. It, you know, is it something I can work for a bit? Can I afford to take a couple months, not get paid and just do the work? Yep. Or can I go meet with someone, sell myself through the results I've gotten, right? Yeah. Sell my sell myself through the results I've gotten because somebody will, when they see what I've done, they will want to be a part of that. Or if you've got money, it's finding someone who will then do the time because I, I have one last business we, we haven't talked about on here, which is, you know, my, my husband, for example, wanted to start a, a title company and we did not have the experience. And, but we had the availability of the money to start it, and he did not have the time to do it. So he brought the money, and we found someone who had the experience, and it's turned out to be one of the right. So it's turned out to be a great business. It was, you know, it brings revenue in. It, it's true passive income through our other businesses. So when you're sitting down and thinking through the business you want to start, or if you want to start a second business, a side hustle, something, you need to start taking these four pieces and walking through, maybe write five ideas on the top of your sheet and go through these four pieces. Walk through the four pieces and determine, okay, I have the money to start this. But I don't have the experience. I have the results. I don't have the time. You, that's how you need to start really looking at it to decide if you need to partner up with someone. You need to do presentations to get someone to invest in you. You need to trade time for equity. Like that, those are the questions you need to be thinking or asking yourself. Because even for the collab here that we're starting that doesn't produce any money for us at this point, we are taking money from our other business, right? Yeah. It's almost like you have to ask yourself what value are you bringing to the table? You know, it's like when you're going to the bank, you know, and if you are just starting yeah. out a business, you know, they're going to want to know what kind of experience do you have? What kind of money, what kind of time are you going to put into this if we give you money in order to, for us to recoup that? So it's, it's just the same way. Yeah. And, and it, it just, it goes with that, like beginning before you start your business, it's like a discovery phase. Um, do the discovery phase, a really great book to do this with yourself is, um, start with no it's not start with why i'm getting my books mixed up it's um oh my goodness uh pat flynn's gosh i can't even think of it right now what's that will it fly will it fly will it fly is all about like will this business idea fly gotcha yeah and and i guess the only other thing that i would suggest if you're looking to start a business that uh, is low cost. It really, it comes down. I think a service business, but I would I would work somewhere else first. I would gain the experience. I would make sure you're getting results before you invest your own money, your own time, or someone else's money mm -hmm. in someone else's time. Agreed. 
So um, we'd love to hear from you. If you, we have an email, you can always email us. Let us know the business you're thinking of starting. If this has kind of made you think differently about your business, something that you are thinking of trying, you know, we'd love to hear those ideas. We spitball ideas all the time. Andre tells me to shut up that I have too many ideas. But this is kind of the what we go through each time. Yeah. And so we want you to get started on the right foot. And we want you to be successful when you start a business because it can be an amazing experience. But you've got to go through these pieces first. So I hope that helps everyone here just as a, you know, a quick tip on starting a business with not a lot of money. Go get that experience. Make sure you're getting results. And I think you'll be halfway on your way to coming up with a great idea after that. Yes, and if you have any other ideas or if you have questions, comments, make sure to email us at hello at thecollablife.com. We'll put some more information in the show notes. You can also visit us on our Instagram page, on YouTube, and on Facebook. So make sure to follow us for more free tips and advice. And we look forward to seeing you next time, collaborators. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today, collaborators. If you found value or got some piece of information out of this, make sure to find us at thecollablife.com. You can also join our Facebook group and our Facebook page at The Collab. On YouTube, you can find us at The Collab. On Instagram, you can find us at The Collab Life. We also do a Facebook Live every Tuesday at four o'clock where you can get some more valuable information in our group. We also release our brand new episodes every single Tuesday morning. And if you have any questions or there's anything that we can do for you, any value that you would like to add to our business, we'd love to hear from you. And you can email us at hello at thecollablife.com.